0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations.
1: Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna
2: go? We
1: talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021
3: Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class.
4: See
1: owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. I just ran through
2: the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. If you me. don't give me your hand, uh, i do it all by myself. Uh, I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge Help me. I'm missing now. i now.
5: Please don't judge me by the clothes I wear Please don't judge me by the songs I sing Please don't judge me by the way that I'm dancing You know God the only one can judge me You know that I'm feeling so free I be chilling, i just doing me We turned up and we killing this beat Go ahead and get on your feet If I'm dancing when I wanna Please don't judge me If I'm smiling when I'm under Please
2: don't judge me I just ran through the fire Please don't judge me Please don't judge me I Just walk in the wire, yeah, please, don't please don't judge
4: me
2: I don't know if you have noticed I'm doing me and I love it I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me don't judge If you don't give me no help, i do it all by myself yeah. I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me Smiling with mother, please don't judge me. I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me. don't judge me. I just walk in the wire, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed, I'm doing me and I love it. I just ran through the fire, please don't judge me.
5: Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's girl talk time here on Glory Than A 3.9 FM. I got my girl, Atalia, in studio with me, and I'm so excited hey. for today's conversation. Woo, gonna woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it's going to be another good one. But listen, a great, happy Monday morning to all of you that are listening on Glory Than A 3.9 FM. A good day to, Good day to those of you who are tuned in on podcast and good morning to all of our Facebook streamers. We're so happy to have you today. We're so excited for today's conversation. We promise you it's going to be a good one. And uh, we hope that you're having a wonderful day so far. I'm having a wonderful day so far. I tell you, what about you?
3: I'm having an interesting day.
5: Interesting day. You need to pull your microphone so people can hear you. (laughs) I'm going to need that. (laughs)
3: no i'm having an interesting day um aside uh, besides the fact that i had to um my my card has been compromised again i had to go deal with that
5: i have that you're you're the second person for the day to tell me that that their card has been compromised the second Mm. person i don't know what's going on
3: yeah but other than that i'm having a pretty good good morning great terrific exciting um purposeful morning
5: well that's good Mm -hmm. that's good despite your card situation yeah small things um i hope it's it it was it was credit or debit debit oh that's real money mm-hmm. dying fake money Mm-mm. Dime, borrowed my money okay money. yeah dig I need to fix that quick fix that yeah fix it in jesus name yeah in jesus name <sighs> yes, yes. Yes. oh man i hope i do hope you so, get it i do hope you get it sorted out yes, um thank you. and um but uh, aside from that you're good
3: yeah man besides that i'm um... I'm great. Good stuff.
5: <laughs> good stuff. Well, I'm having a wonderful morning so far. That's awesome. I um, had a lot of sleep. Glory to God. Oh, that's and... good. <laughs> sleep is always good. Sleep is always good. And um, my car is in the shop, but you know what? I give God thanks. Yeah, man. You know. Had a car to put in the shop. Listen, I'm grateful <laughs> to God, and I'm grateful to God um, hey. that I have a mechanic who is awesome. He just sent me a video. I just looked at my baby. She's She's a bit in pieces right now, but oh. it's okay it's okay
3: process
5: yeah it's okay we all have to go through that That process. stripping sometimes ah. you know to <laughs> to fix some things yes, yes, yes. so um so i i can't wait to get her back because this catch and ride thing is no joke um don't get me started the catch and ride thing <laughs> i can tell you a story or two but then you know catch and ride is one thing catch and ride and covid is a whole oh, other thing. situation wow. you know it's a whole other situation so, um, yeah, so that's, what's going on with me. And, uh, again, we say good morning. So let's dive right in. We won't delay this. Let's dive right in today. We're going to have a conversation about divorce and failed relationships. Mm. And I want to qualify. I want to qualify this conversation today because, um, last week, I know that, um, I got some, some side comments from some people. What, what reason know about marriage? And I was like, well, it's a good thing. Natalia was married is married so she can speak um to marriage and today both of us can definitely speak to failed relationships Mm -hmm. let's qualify that Mm -hmm. now the conversation today that we're gonna have about divorce is not because any of us have been divorced let's just make that clear Mm -hmm. none of us have been divorced um but i am i am the child of divorced parents Mm -hmm. and i have quite a few divorced people that are closely connected to me. So I just want to qualify this conversation. We're not speaking as authorities and your husband is divorced. Mm -hmm. That's right. So we're not speaking as the authority, but we're going to have this conversation. And if you want to call in the number to call in is 825-5433. You can also text or WhatsApp that same number 825-5433. If you have been divorced, we would love to hear your comments. We would love to hear your story. Um, but we, I just wanted to open the floor and lay that disclaimer out there. Um, first of all, because I don't want to make it seem like we're speaking as any authorities on the matter. We're talking about our observations. That's what the show is about. It's about girl talk. And this is what girls talk about when we get yeah, together. You don't be
3: qualified. You just be talking. No, we
5: don't be qualified at all. <laughs> all at all. i <laughs> I assure you one day we're gonna have a conversation about money and we will not be qualified. No, honey, I can be qualified. You'll be qualified. I'm
3: very qualified.
5: That's, yeah? What? Okay.
3: Yes, Marisha, we must speak it.
5: Okay, I'll be qualified to talk about money. Yes, and there's gonna come a day when I will be qualified to talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. So yes. for you know those people who came for me in my inbox, it's okay that you came for me and said I don't, I don't, I don't know about marriage. It's fine. It's but fine. who
3: knows about marriage? None of us do. Even the <laughs> married ones. What are they talking about? Of course you know, because uh, all of us go in the same, uh, Marisha. We all go in the same.
5: We ain't nobody, know more the ain't other nobody day.
3: no more than that. Ain't nobody no more. And and then on top of that, everybody's experience is different. So not like you could write one book and say this is the way marriage works So this is how you get exactly, into it or enter it. Exactly. So you're very qualified. Huh? No, let nobody tell that, tell you
5: that. You well, know. I just wanted to lay that out yeah. because of some, you know, little <laughs> side messages that I got. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about this. Um I it's so interesting how um I kind of want to start in, in the failed relationships area because I think that that is the one that is definitely most common. That's mm-hmm. common to all. Yeah. Both male <laughs> and female, um mm-hmm. no matter your age um or gender. Um having failed relationships is common to the majority of us. There's probably a uh, a minority of individuals who they marry they married the first person that they were ever in a relationship and I'm so happy for you. Like for that person? That number
3: is so small. <laughs>
5: like i for, can't even see it for that person i'm so happy for you I'm i sure. i i you know i wish i had the experience that you had because comparison is the thief of joy and when you have nothing to compare to my god it must be nice <laughs> 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 it must be nice, must be nice. to have right. nothing to compare to i uh-huh. wish uh-huh. like i wish i mm-hmm. totally wish Boy, um so, you know, this concept of failed relationships. Uh-huh. I I guess let's define it first because I'm mm-hmm. I I feel like I could label a whole lot of relationships in my life as failed relationships. But what actually what actually makes it? What actually makes a relationship a failed relationship? And is it actually a failed relationship if it wasn't the one for you? And this is kind of a little you know, a little touchy situation because we're having a conversation about divorce and failed relationships. So are we saying too, that when, um, a couple gets divorced, that they weren't supposed to be married to that person. Like it's a whole lot of, we, you know, a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. So let's talk about these failed relationships first. Um, tell me about yours, Italia, before I start talking about mine. <laughs> You're not married, so you could talk about all your failed relationships, they wouldn't matter. What? Mine, oh, right now, you man. know, yeah. So tell me, tell me about like some I know, like
3: from the break, was doomed, so doomed to fail.
5: <laughs> and you stay, and we, yeah, and you stay. Oh, Sheffield says he's happily divorced. My god, wow, my
3: god, <laughs> anywho, yeah. So some I knew, uh huh, for doomed for failure, like. And I wanted, you know, you want a different outcome. And then there are some, you didn't see it coming. Some you're happy, happy that it's just like behind you. And I don't know. Then there's some, I don't know. Like it was like, you alluded to, um, is it failed or did you transition? Did the relationship just transition and you two kind of grew apart? Is growing apart failure? Um, I don't know. Um, Yes, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had a few, (laughs) I've had a few, Um, and then um, for me, I think there's one significant, it's called a significant um, relationship because I think at that point in my life, I was going through a lot, going through a lot in terms of like becoming who I am. And it's it's a serious thing to be in a relationship when you don't know who you are, and especially when you're going through, you know. And mm. so, I look back at the relationship, and while I thought at the time it was a very positive, very rewarding, um, fulfilling, and I I I could I could almost dare say that relationship could have been the one,
4: mm. could have been the one. Mm-hmm.
3: However you know me going through what i was going through at the time and maybe even for that person too they may have been um still growing you know you're still growing finding yourself and um and then you find a relationship going through things and whatnot but um you still see that that could have been like i said the relationship Hmm. but you know things happen
4: Ah just have one you like, said, really like that. You Kinda said like
5: so that. much just now because uh, it, okay. First thing first thing um that, that jumped out to me that you said just now is that you're still growing and you don't really know yourselves. You, you didn't really know yourself. So mm-hmm. that could lead to, you know, like a relationship not working out. But I mean, do we ever stop growing and do we ever really know ourselves? Like
3: I think the I think okay, it's like if we look at it like the way we physically physically grow, physically live, right, right, right. So we have like significant growth. Yes, like mean like obviously from a baby. To yes, a teen, but then you reach to this place. I, yeah, yeah. When we kind of it slows down and we put now during that significant growth, obviously what I wore as a baby, I can wear definitely as a
5: definitely okay.
3: And so I'm talking about that kind of growth where we make these significant. I got you right. I got you in our life.
5: I got you. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I definitely have that one relationship as well. Mm-hmm. I have that one relationship where, um, if I'm fully honest, to this day, mm-hmm. whenever we run into one another, um, it's always awkward. got to
3: give the hug? Oh, no.
5: No, it's always I, awkward. I don't give the hug, by the way. No, I don't. we don't do that. We okay. don't do that. Okay. It's always awkward because th- that person is married now. Uh, but it's always awkward. It's always awkward because it's like... Wow, like you could have been my wife and I could have been like and sorry, I could have been his You're wife fine. and he could have been, been my husband. husband. And it's one of those like really weird things that like <laughs> it's so the weird. Sparks, sparks so start weird. flying again. It's so weird. Um
4: you gotta give sparks. each other the smile. I don't
5: know. I, I said sparks. Spark? I it's no, it's not sparks for me. Um maybe because I just don't let myself go there. Um, it's just kind of like the elephant in the room, like, Mm -hmm. wow, like this could have been it for you. And, and, um, it's the thing that we don't talk about. If we are really, really mature as adults and we can speak the truth for the majority of us that have had past relationships, Mm -hmm. there's that one relationship or maybe more depending on your relationship history. There's that one person that like the relationship ended. Mm -hmm. but you know that person cares about you. You know, that person loves you and you know that there's absolutely nothing that could happen to change that. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't like to tell the truth about that because then that makes the person that we're currently with feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um, and not feel validated in the relationship. But the truth of the matter is like, that's a real thing. Like, you could be married for years, mm-hmm. run into that person. Cause I've seen it happen to some of my married friends. We're like me and my girlfriend, we out, like we having lunch. And she, you know, one of my girlfriends, she's been married for like 12 years mm-hmm. and she ran into this guy mm-hmm. from college.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And she's like, Marisha, if I tell you the stories and she's like, if I have a flat tire tomorrow wow, and I pick up the phone, he come in. Wow. He's coming. Wow. And he coming right away. He mm-hmm. can drop whatever he doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 something happens to me, like if I end up in the hospital, mm-hmm. I want you to know he come into the hospital. Oh
3: wow! Like right now, still. Like mm-hmm. right
5: now, still. And they don't have any kind of contact. Mm. Like they don't no 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 talking or no nothing. But that's just that's so,
3: yeah.
5: That's mm-hmm. just what it is. Oh wow! It is what it is. Um. <laughs> so, mm, do you really? Is that really a failed relationship? That's the question that I'm well, asking I myself. Guess, I guess. Because what do we call success? What is a successful relationship?
3: Exactly what I was going to ask you. At the end of the day, would we hope to accomplish from this relationship? You know, what was the goal? You know, and if the goal wasn't reached and it was failed, then we, that's the way. I mean, if we look at it black and white. If the goal wasn't reached, what's the goal? Do we even have goals when we go into these relationships? What is the point?
5: <laughs> Sheffield, all <says, laughs> right. Sheffield says things happen, and I stand by the belief to cut ties before it gets worse. You should learn from those past relationships and be better in the next one. Um, I agree. God, I agree God, because because um to put myself out there, I I will say that I was the reason that 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 relationship did not work. That one relationship that I had that I know. If we had stayed together, I would have been married to that man. Oh man, it was me. Okay, it was me. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, fortunately for me, I did get to have a follow-up conversation with him concerning that. We did get to have that conversation okay. because we needed to. It was necessary, and I was able to have that conversation with him. And he said to me, "He's like, I need you to know, like, you hurt me, and I was so angry with you, um, and I couldn't believe that you walked away at the time that you did." and And so I look back at it, and I'm like, "Yeah, and then of course- <laughs> and then of course, and then of course, I had those moments where like I wondered if I missed, right, like did I miss this opportunity um, but then again, I had a moment where like I got hurt back because like to to fully expose my business, and y'all know I don't care anymore, so I got hurt back because. Um, I didn't know he was getting married. I found out, I found out, I found out the, I spent the night before in the same room with him. Mm -hmm. It was a bunch of us together. Mm -hmm. And the next day Mm -hmm. he got married Mm -hmm. and did not tell me. Exactly. So it's kind of one of those like, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just do? like and we was together in the same room th- th- that whole night that whole night and and now you mad? Okay. So it was one of those things. Wow. It was one of those things. So I got my little hurt back. Mm. Well not little hurt, that was a big hurt. That was mm. a big hurt. Like I was hurt like in my mm. feelings. I was hurt it. Wow. <laughs> so I got my little my little sting back, you know, mm. and um and so that's for me, that was a failed. Oh my gosh, Atalia, that was a failed relationship for me, like a real one. And I'm not afraid to admit that at that time in my life, I did not know how to let someone truly love me. Mm. There was nothing wrong absolutely nothing wrong with that relationship there was nothing wrong with who he was or who i was or where we were at the points in time he loved god i love god he was serving in his church serving in ministry i was doing the same thing um i was actually like i was actually serving in ministry when i was home from college and serving in ministry while i was in college Mm -hmm. so it was it was this place in my life where like i i really i was really just not mature enough to let someone really love me the way that I was. I I was still in this place where I didn't even realize that I was, I was presenting myself as unlovable. Mm -hmm. I was making it difficult for someone to love me. And then I exited the relationship because I, in my heart of hearts at the core of who I was, Mm -hmm. I could not let someone truly love me at that time. Mm -hmm. and didn't even know that that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, it's the, The place and time that you are in your life, right? The immature, the immature times in our lives. And we don't really, like, we really don't know how to let someone love us. And a lot of times that can be the source of the demise of our relationships. Like, we actually don't know how to show someone the truth of who we are and, like, let them see it, let them see the ugly in us along with the good and let them actually love that person. Because Mm -hmm. we think, that that because this part of me is ugly and I can barely stand it, then that obviously means that this person won't like it. Mm-hmm. That they won't.
3: I think that's a built-in defense for us. It so, is, yeah. Um, we try to protect it, protect, yes. um, protect that. Um, but in the same, in the same token, though, um, I think the person on the on the receiving end too, um, whether it's yourself or. Your partner, mm-hmm. I think another thing we struggle with is the ability to look and see and receive persons um as that whole, the, the good, the bad, and the right, ugly. Right. When and and what happens is a lot of times when we begin to experience the ugly, we all we all we, we say, and I'm not saying kind of piggybacking mm-hmm. what feel, I think you mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. um he lets it go once he, you know, he sees something's about to happen. Yes. The thing is. We have to understand too that relationships—it won't all be good. No, all right. And I'm not saying too that you must subject yourselves to abuse or like constant negativity or um, anything negative like that. But understand in a relationship, and like we started to talk about in every
1: relationship, who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist. Text, video chat, call. Yep. Santa Bucks are back at Meijer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and
4: save even more on the things you love, like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99, or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for 39 dollars And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meijer Home Delivery, so you can stay out of the elements
1: on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started.
3: I feel like it is is important to accept people, everything about a person. exactly You know, not just the good times. Exactly. Understand that in a relationship, there can be times when this person get under your skin or there may be some real issues that may come up. It may be that your mate uh, may be have issues with finance. Um, It may be an issue that. That's um, a good one right it may be something a little more intimate um all right but what do we do we run away from the from the relationship we just deem it as failure falls um i can't handle this i run away um at what point do we run away and just that's, see, that's the question
5: that's the question how do you Give set us. that standard and is that a standard that you can actually set before you get into the relationship because it's mm-hmm. i don't know about you mm-hmm. but i've been in that place where i was like okay here are the places where I draw the lines. I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to put up with that. Uh You know, no, you know, there was a point in time in my life too, where I was like, I'm not dating this kind of person. And you know, if they had a child before me, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. Like I'm not dating nobody. who have no baby mama drama. And Mm -hmm. I'm not dating someone who's been married before. All of these things that we say, like all of these, you know, all these standards and stuff. Can you actually set, Can you actually set standards for a relationship before you're in it? And I think that's a question we really need to ask ourselves. Cause yes, there are some standards that exist for us as individuals, as in like, okay, I'm a believer, so I'm not to be I'm not about to be unequally yoked. Let's just establish that. That's that's not gonna happen. I'm not about to be unequally yoked. Um, I got some things that I just like. Some things that I just feel like, no, it ain't going to work. I can't take the drinking. I can't take the smoking. Right. I can't take that stuff. Yeah, I, um, I have my reasons for that. Right. So I, I we can set those kind of right. boundaries. Right. But how do you, like, is it is it even possible to establish what you're going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with until you encounter it? Because you can say you don't want to deal with this thing or whatever. Or, like, take, <laughs> for example, something as simple as being heard because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize how big that is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If the person that you're with is enough. constantly mm-hmm. talking at you, not talking to you, mm-hmm. talking at you, but they never listen to you. They hear you, but they don't listen. Mm-hmm. And you know, they don't listen because their actions display. Mm-hmm. You, you, you to did you. not listen to me. Yeah. You did, really not, respond. <laughs> you did not listen. Cause if you had listened, then you know you know what I'm saying? So, can you really set that can you really set boundaries standards for a relationship before it even begins because i think i think a lot of us we go into these relationships with these hard and fast no's and yeses and when when we encounter something that opposes them we we run we run yeah we run Mm -hmm. and i don't know i don't know if if there's some pride entangled in there and one of the things that Um, maturity has definitely taught us that that relationship removes all pride like strips (laughs) you of if you thought you was it Mm -hmm. a real relationship Mm -hmm. will expose you to the truth of who you are yes and that pride will be out the door in no time um but like (laughs) this is so it's such a multifaceted conversation but i think that that um we should ask ourselves is it really possible to set a standard for a relationship before it really begins?
3: I don't know, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Because too, uh Marisha, I find with <laughs> in my little my my short time on this earth because <laughs> you sell so young, right? Right. In my <laughs> short, short time
5: on this Shella earth. am young
3: too. My experience has taught me that that there are some things that you thought you could handle and control. And then when you're put in the situation, you realize that you can't handle it or you're too weak or too strong whatever the situation may be. Right. You know, so you may say, okay, I'm not dealing with this. Right. Ever. Right. Or whatever. You know, I'm not dealing with this. And
5: then it jumps into your relationship and it's right in front of your face. Now, not what do you not do? only
3: that, Marisha, but the person that you have this relationship with your heart, I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship like that where you have such a weakness for this person, Jesus. A weakness.
5: I can't even tell you the song that pop up in my head just now. We on Christian radio.
3: i will been real, like oh, you have a weakness for the oh, person. Oh yeah,
5: trust me. That
3: all that you thought you said you would never do,
5: you just you just find yourself in it.
3: Goes out the window.
5: You just you just find yourself in it because you just you have a weakness, weakness.
3: for sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was so profound, Marisha.
5: I <laughs> I telling, telling you, it's I, true. That, that, that's what it is. It's true. And like you could be like angry, like angry. I'm telling you, and then all of a sudden it's Marisha. just like, oh, I love him. Marisha, what? I'm telling you. What? I see why they say we like these women. <laughs> I see why they say y'all little bipolar sometimes. Because <laughs> no, we. I mean, let's tell the truth, ladies. Let's tell the truth. Mm. Let's mm-hmm. tell the truth. We really could switch up quick. We switch quick. For the gear.
3: We switch quick. So like, let me remind you of a telephone number. Yes.
5: <laughs> Please. We need to hear from you. Yes. Guys. If you want to call in the numbers 825-5433, you can call in. You can send a text. You can send a WhatsApp to that number. We definitely want to hear from you. Uh, but it's a real, it's a real struggle, babe. It's a real struggle. And Yes, Chelsea, I had to say it. I had to say it. I had to say it. It's true. We, we, oh, when you have that kind of relationship where, like, oh my gosh, like, this man has the ability to make your knees buckle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we don't want to tell the truth, but it's true. Like, that happens. Like, it happens. It's a real place. And I think that, um, I think that when, When relationships fail, when Mm -hmm. relationships fail, the thing that, um, that the process that I went through myself, and I know so many of us go through it just because I've had a failed relationship, it doesn't make me a failure. And I think that's one of the things that we, (laughs) that we need to, to, to lay out straight across the board, like at at the foundation of our conversation Mm -hmm. that just because this relationship has failed, it does not mean that I am a failure. Right. It just means that me and this person together wasn't good. Um, And I think we also need to be mature enough to recognize that it's not always the other person. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes. (laughs)
3: Sometimes. Sometimes it's us, Italio. 30, 70. (laughs) Us, 70. (laughs) sometimes it's us we
5: gotta be mature enough to say that here's the thing i'm perfect so i don't know why you know anybody could ever think that something's wrong with me i know right right because i'm perfect i never make any mistakes Uh, i mean come on seriously um (laughs) but we need we need to tell the truth we need to tell the truth that sometimes these relationships failed because of us, because of us. And like I shared earlier, that relationship that I was in, it ended because of me. Mm -hmm. I could not, I did not know how to let that man love me. And I pushed him away. I decided, okay, you know what? No, this, this ain't going to work. And I pushed him away. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think that we need to, to take introspection when, when relationships come to an end and make sure, make sure that we know what our part is. Um and, and try to be better. Don't just be like, well, yeah, I did that, and then don't do anything about it.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Well, yeah, I I only could use me for example. So I realized I didn't know how to let somebody love me. So now I need to take some time and begin this process of, of figuring out now how do I really let somebody love me? You mm-hmm. need to you need to do that that work. You can't just figure out what the issue is mm-hmm. and then Don't actually deal with it. I wanna I wanna bring up something that's a little touchy here. Atalia is probably going to um (laughs) burst out laughing when I say this. But I want to bring up a little something here when it comes to this whole relationship concept, and then we're gonna fly. This is gonna help to transition us into this conversation about divorce. Um, I just saw a meme the other day um on Instagram, and the meme was talking about um Single women praying for their husbands. And the meme said, I don't know why all these married men in my inbox. And the response to the to the comment was, You should be more specific when you pray. You ask mm. God for a husband. Did you ask him for, for your, your husband? husband? <laughs> uh, I've heard that one. Yes, yes. Right. So, <laughs> who is Jesus? So I have a wow. whole lot of single people that I know. Whenever we get together, whenever we see one another, whenever we enter into these kind of conversations, they say, these married people, married people, I noticed I didn't say men, I said married people in my DMs. Hmm. These married people are in my DMs. These married people are in my DMs. The married people, them in the single people DMs. Wow. And we are, we are, we're having a conversation about divorce and failed relationships, right? So the question that I have to ask, and I'm asking you this question, Natalia. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting you to give me an answer. <laughs> okay. I need you to really think about it, you know? Make sure you, you do your research within yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Do you think we have a problem a problem, like a serious problem. Mm. Um, so I want to say yes in this country
4: mm-hmm.
5: with infidelity.
3: Oh jeez, do we have a serious problem?
5: Yeah. Or like, are we in denial about it? That's
3: two. <laughs> the two. The two We have a serious problem, and, we have a, and we're in denial about it. The two. Yes, 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 yes. Um, how do I approach that now? Yeah, um, serious problem with with um fidelity. Um because and well, first yeah, off, she because a nervous.
5: She a no,
3: I'm nervous. I just want to I'm nervous at all. <laughs> I have nothing to be nervous about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I think part of the problem is because. Um, I'm going to start with our men because our men have been taught um, and they believe that it's manly Mm. um, to be out there and... um, In these streets. Yeah. They think it's manly. I remember...
5: Polygamy is how I'm going to say it, not polygamy. (laughs) Polygamy.
3: (laughs) I remember, right? Um, And I... uh, when I used to work, you know, my, my former, my former place of yes. employment.
5: Yeah. Lord, Lord Jesus.
3: And there was a, a young man that always cracked up the other guys. Cause he was at the time he was single and he would always tease them. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go home. Yeah. Go home. man. You gotta go home. You know? And he would tease them, tease mm. them, tease them all the time. Mm. And some of them would give into it. Like, oh, I gotta go nowhere. I could be here. I could hang. I could. You know, do the right, right,
5: single right. guys do
3: right, right? Um, and then there was that very few one or two who didn't even didn't think about it. And they knew they had their responsibility, and they were honest, and they went home. But there, see, the, in, in the back of a lot of our men's mind is this thing that they got to be what they call "quote unquote" macho. You know, macho. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, <sighs> for our women. Um, unfortunately, it's so sad that we have come to accept that. A lot of that. women have come to accept and they believe that um yeah, men will be men. They going they get they gotta go there and whatever and, and, and a lot of us have accepted the this infidelity. We've mm. accepted it and it's just it's just crazy.
5: See, I wonder though, I wonder though if if the reason that we have so much of it is because it's not only just been nurtured into into our, um, I guess you could say, relationship, I don't know, psyche. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, acceptance, acceptance is a major problem for us. And this is not just about infidelity. This is about the many reasons why our relationships fail.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: But we know that, that um, adultery is kind of the main thing when it comes to, marriages and and when it comes to like relationships before they even got into the to the place of marriage that infidelity is is big
4: mm-hmm.
5: um and it's one of the major reasons why relationships fail outside of things like finances and and just lives not aligning but truth the truth of the matter is that infidelity is then is one of the number one reasons why relationships fail. fail and i wonder if we've ever really considered like the source of the issue Mm -hmm. so why
3: do we feel like we need to why why
5: why um and um i i just want to get this comment in here because i think it'll help to to highlight um something um i cannot pronounce the name correctly please forgive me aurelia Guevara I think they said it right she says that's powerful so many people need to hear that they themselves are not failures because that attitude towards self-judgment propagates Mm -hmm. into other relationships we need to heal ourselves self-love is key do we love ourselves enough Italia do we love ourselves enough to be faithful Mm -hmm. now I know that sounds like a weird like Marisha what do you mean so the whole concept of an adulterous relationship is being in a relationship with someone who does not get to see all of you. For those of you who did not know, who've never been in an adul- adulterous relationship or seen one, seen somebody in an adul- adulterous relationship. The whole the whole fantasy of, of having this person outside of your relationship is that they don't get to see everything about you. Mm-hmm. Now, many persons who would have experienced this are not going to tell that truth. They're not going to say that. They're not going to admit that. But that is the reality. Um, think about it. Let's play a scenario. Married man, married woman, and there's a woman on the outside. The married woman deals with everything in reference to her husband. She mm-hmm. She cleans up behind him. She sees everything, everything. Mm -hmm. but then this woman who's on the outside of that relationship, she only sees certain things about that man. And so there's this fantasy. There's this, oh my gosh, he's so amazing, he's Mm -hmm. so this and that or whatever. Always, exactly. Uh, Driving the car, right? Good job. That's all they see. Mm Exactly. That's all they see. But what is not seen is the work that the wife puts in behind the scenes. And it goes in the opposite direction as well too, because Mm -hmm. this man is looking at this woman who he's cheating on, um, his wife with. like she's always dressed nice you know he never sees her without makeup she always fixed like this how she is all the time so so unrealistic but it's true so here we are here we are in this scenario in this situation looking at these relationships looking at looking at the Oh, it's attractive. It's attractive. This secret mm-hmm. this or oh, nobody has to know. And this is breaking up, breaking up and has perverted and distorted everything that should be right about two people coming together. Mm-hmm. Because not only do we have outside influence, but we have like outside connection. Like you're bringing somebody else into what should be just the two, the two of you becoming one. You're allowing someone to come in. And like I said, I'm a child. I'm a product of divorce. So one of the things that I have seen is I've seen how I've seen what it does to the individuals, how they look at themselves. I've seen what, what the infidel- infidelity does to the relationship. I've seen what it does to, to a household. Mm-hmm. I've seen how it affects those individuals view of relationships.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I've also seen how it poisons, it poisons and it poisons very very slightly, very slowly, it poisons mm-hmm. a relationship, poisons a marriage. It it's like a it's like a slow killer.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It's like a slow killer because if you're married and you find out tomorrow that there's a possibility, like like some some somebody says something to you and then you realize, wait a minute, I think there's a possibility that my husband may be cheating on me.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It's going to be a little wild because you got to get your facts straight. And you can start doing research and you can start asking questions and you can start, most women do this, looking around, checking pockets, checking cell phones, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And then, it takes a while before you get to the place where like you approach. Cause you're not going to just go at your partner and be like, you cheating <laughs> on me. Prayerfully. That's what you do. Jesus. <laughs>
3: Some do.
5: <laughs> Maybe that's a bit of word of advice there for somebody. Just don't go be like, you cheating on me. Come on. Get your facts straight. Yes. Get your facts straight. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you do that. And then it has time to fester. You, it, 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 you have time to build up all these things in your head. Like, and the relationship fails before, like, it's just so much, Italia, it's just so much that can be said, but mm-hmm. infidelity is killing. It is killing. It is killing the two becoming one. Mm-hmm. It is. And.
3: And see that, um, see Marisha. Um, I think a big part of what has helped me to change because infidelity has been the reason for, um, break us me in the past. Yes. Right. And, um,
5: and and you know my story about the light, the red light.
3: All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think the change, what makes a difference between then and now for me is the fact that I have taken the, uh, the stance of being a kingdom woman. You know, that is the defining factor for me because I know that I want to live a life of integrity. I want to live a life for Jesus Christ. I want to be an example and I want, I want to be different. And in order for me to do that, I have to live different. I have to be different. You see? Now, and it's, and it's not to say I'm human. <laughs> I see nice looking guys all the time and, oh, he looks good or whatever. But deep down within my heart, I know that, okay, I want the best for me and my marriage and to act otherwise would, um, would only harm and hurt that. And so a lot of people in these relationships, Marisha, are not there yet. No. They're far from it. No. You know? And so, until they get to that point, you know, this is always going to be this, Um, and I hear women say, too, i always always picking the wrong man. Every time I, this guy, always che- someone cheating, you know, because it's, it's a cycle, and until you break the cycle, you continue to do the same
1: shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give Sale, like great deals on coats for him and her from Kelvin Klein, Ann Klein, and more top designers, just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off, and create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection, now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent up to $40 Macy's money before you drive the all-new nissan rogue you gotta ask yourself how rogue are you gonna go we talking be one with nature in the desert rogue go snowshoeing in alaska rogue or take the long way home just because kind of rogue just a question but with five available drive modes you're sure to find the answer go rogue in the all-new fiercely reimagined 2021
3: nissan rogue now with the most standard safety features in its class
1: See owner's manual for important safety information on Pacific segmentation, twenty twenty one Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors, base models
5: compared. Ending over and over again. So you're saying that this the the concept of being cheated on, you think it's in the hand of the woman. Is that what you're saying? No, not in
3: the hand of the woman. It's in the in the hand of the person that makes that has made the decision to live a particular type of lifestyle.
5: Mm. You
3: see, that might be for the woman or might be for the man because I'm not gonna just say that just meant right, right. And we know full well it's a it's been it's a man and woman there, Yes, it is,
5: you know, even though I, th- I think though that we have to we have to love ourselves <laughs> enough as women to to do something about this. And mm-hmm. why I say we have to love ourselves enough as women, um this is not something that is talked about very often, but to the woman that is in an adulterous relationship, love yourself enough to walk away.
3: Yeah.
5: Love yourself enough to walk away because Boy. you're not getting the whole of a person. You're not no. getting the whole individual. You're getting the piece of someone. Um, you're not getting the whole of someone. even and the beauty, but just the you, relationship. You are literally sitting mm-hmm. in a failed relationship. Mm-hmm. That relationship began with failure. Mm-hmm. And let's not build it's build. not let's not let's not pretend and fake like it's not a relationship because it's a relationship. It doesn't matter if it's just sex, it's a relationship. And so don't don't sit there and allow somebody to treat you the way that they are treating you just because you want to have somebody love yourself enough to say no and to walk away and get out Mm -hmm. like love yourself enough and recognize that. The reason that you're there is because you don't love yourself enough. Mm-hmm. No matter how you twist it, no matter how you paint the picture, no matter what someone else can try to manipulate to say to you concerning the situation, you have literally walked eyes wide open into a relationship that's already doomed for failure because die your husband, die your man or somebody else on. And you need to get away and you need to love yourself more. Love yourself more than you love that man.
3: Mm-hmm. And Marisha, what about those women, a lot of women feel, I've heard this said before, they feel like all the good men are taken.
5: Boy, I tell you
3: all. All the good men are taken, that's what they say. <laughs> oh. Oh, they, either they married, um, in a relationship. Uh, they, just seen, they just seen available.
5: Jesus, Jesus, you Jesus, believe that, Marisha? Jesus, you don't believe that, Marisha? Jesus, Marisha, savior pilot, me.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Marisha, oh, that man all the good men taken.
5: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. Um, no man. I believe that, <laughs> I believe that, that, you know what? I'm going to use, I'm going to use the statement that, um, <laughs> that someone made, um, y'all don't laugh at me because Atalia just thrown out one at me and I don't know if I was ready for that. Um, I believe that there is a lack of coming together that the good men and the good women are not in the same circles. That's what I believe.
3: So you believe there's still, um, there's still some good men out there? I say I believe. believe.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I so say good. I believe that the good men and the good women are not in the same, same circles. circles. That is my answer to that question. And that's all you have to say. That's all I have to say concerning that. Why well, you got to explain these circles? I got to That's all I say. I, I Listen, I don't even know. <laughs> um, From my experience, from my experience as a single woman, um, who's looking to be married? I'm, I'm not. I'm not walking around with this ass on my chest, superwoman, independent woman, um, like I don't need help because I suck in my teeth every time I have to take my car to the mechanic. Mm-hmm. Like I said last week, I hate it. So, um, uh, from my experience, it's it rough out there. Nah, it is rough. It's rough. So, do I believe it's a man shortage? Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. It's a man shortage. shortage. I'm sorry. <laughs> Now here's the thing: there's not a physical body man shor- shortage. Let make that very clear, because there's a whole lot of them. OK? And it's not a balance. it's not an imbalance with numbers as we think. It's just that a lot of them in prison. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, it's, a, it's a man shortage in terms of quality. And, um, but I don't want to make, I don't want to beat up on men and I don't want to, I want, I don't want to demonize them because the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is, as women, we're not as great as we should be either.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Agreed. We're not as great as we Agreed. should be because I believe that as women, we could eradicate infidelity.
3: Exactly. We could do it. Mm-hmm. If we
5: made up in our minds that this person's mind is their mind and we're not interested. Then, yeah. Then you you know what I mean? So I don't know, Italia, I don't know. I don't know. That's always a that's always a little touchy thing for me because you know, I just eyes wide open and oh, Lord. <laughs> like like God said, Adam, where art thou? Where the man is, I know. I don't know. But um, that's a little touchy one, I tell you. That's a little touchy one. And I know for all of my single sisters out there, y'all asking the same question, and I sorry, I don't have the answer that the one answer that I have for you is that I believe that there's a place where they exist. And I believe that there's a place where the good women exist. And I, I don't think the, the two places are crossing enough. And that's, that's, that's my, my five cents on that. And I'm going to leave that right, right there. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about, I us to talk about divorce. So I want us to transition into that because I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm a child who watched my parents get to the place of divorce. Infidelity was major. And Um, I saw what it did for me. Um, There was a major part of my life I did not want to get married because of it. I -hmm. was like, I'm just going to not have kids. I'm going to be the great auntie, the awesome auntie. Because I I have two of them. Mm -hmm. I have two aunts who, yes, they are married, but they don't have kids. So I was like, you know, I don't need to get married. I'm going to be the awesome auntie who, you know, who's just the awesome auntie. Mm -hmm. And for a very long time in my life, that is what... um, that's kind of what I wanted. Um, I didn't want, I didn't want to give myself the opportunity to be in a relationship that could fail the way that I saw so many fail. Um, And I don't think that we admit to ourselves how, how, how much of an impact divorce has um, on everyone. I have no idea what it's like to be a divorcee. Because I've never been married. I don't know what it's like to go through a divorce. As the one who's who's ending the relationship. And separating themselves from another person. But I know what it's like to watch it happen. I know what it's like to one day. Not have my father and mother. In the house together anymore. Mm. And I know. What it's like to see people fighting. For one another. And then all of a sudden. They're not fighting for one another anymore. That the fight is gone. And I also know what it's like to observe one person still trying to fight when the other person has completely given up. And I think that, I think that there's so many different variables when it comes to just seeing um, your spouse. And I wish that we could remove the, I guess the taboo, kind of like shame that's attached to it mm -hmm. um because that's that's the thing that actually from my observation and just interacting with persons that i know that have been divorced like that's the thing for me that i feel like that stings the most in reference to outsiders there are things within a divorce that people would never be able to understand or hurt that you would never be able to comprehend unless you've been a part of that relationship but when it comes to relating to, to the person's outside when people have to see that this marriage came to an end, especially if like it was a long marriage. Um, I feel like those who have those in between like 10 year divorces, like 12 year divorces, I think those ones are kind of like, well, what happened there? But when you've been married for like a year or two and then you get divorced, people are like, whoa. And then when you've been married for like 14, 15, like, 20, 25 years, and then you get divorced, people are like, well, Jesus, what happened there? Like, my God, like, y'all was to get along? Like, y'all couldn't work that out? You know, Um. and there are just so many things, like, so many things that you don't understand. Um, But I think for me, the thing that I've noticed, because I've had so many divorces around me, um, you could never understand what happens in a marriage, and I think it's so important for all of us when we approach a relationship or when we're we're looking at our friends and loved ones and family members and seeing their relationships fail, that we don't make judgments, that we don't make judgments. And we I think we have a responsibility to remove the impression of shame and guilt that can be laid on an individual when their relationship mm-hmm. comes to an end. Um don't judge them but you do not know what happened. Even if even if a situation plays out in front of you you still don't know because what happens in that marriage happened in that marriage and you weren't in it. You weren't in it. You weren't a part of it. And so no, don't judge it. Mm -hmm. And if people get to the place of divorce, understand that it takes a lot to get to that place. I think people just think that, you find out that your your partner's cheating or they stole all your money or this one spends all the money. Like whatever the reason for the divorce is, people think that people just get to that place and then the next day they're divorced and it's all good. No, divorce is a process. Mm-hmm. Just like you commit to marriage, you have to commit to that divorcing process. Especially in this country, it ain't you can't just get a divorce in a day. It don't work like that. So know that when you see a couple has made a decision to divorce and then they go through that process of separating all of their assets and and, and like trying to disconnect from one another. That is a process that, that that man and that woman go through, that man and woman go through. And it is tedious. It takes away. It takes so much out of you, Italia. It takes so much out of you as a person. I don't think people could really understand it. I don't even fully understand it. I only can tell you what I observed. I've I have I've watched um, close family members. I've watched my mother go through it. I've watched close friends of mine go through it. It is literally a tearing away. And it's not a cutting. The line is not straight. It's mm. jagged. It's painful.
3: I just want to ask. Um, mm-hmm. This was, It's
5: kind of digressing a little bit. Um,
3: because when you started to talk about how cumbersome it is to separate my mind goes to like a lot of a lot of Mahamian of, uh, marriages too. also end in separation.
5: Yes. and never get to the place of divorce.
3: Yes. Because. Because of the process. Divorce right. is the process. Is that what it is? I think that's what
5: I think. I think it has a major part to do with that. And then I mm. think that the people who don't. Okay. I tell you, if something means something to you. hmm. If you really, really, really want something to happen, you will put the time and effort in it to make it happen. Let's tell the truth
4: mm-hmm.
5: It doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. um your uncle says it all the time. People do what they want to do mm-hmm. People do what they They want want to do. Mm -hmm. So even the individual who say they don't have the money for the divorce, you don't want a divorce because when you need money for something, you will find that money. If you won't hop on a plane to go away next week, if you have to go to Commonwealth Bank to get that $5,000, you go in.
3: Yes. Yes.
5: So people do what they They want want to to do. do. So for those, for those persons who like you dating somebody and the person they separated, but they in divorce, they don't want to be. Come for me if you think I wrong. I don't care. They don't want to be. You don't want to be divorced. I agree. Because if you want it. You Make it happen. You make it happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. If you want it, you do it. You, you would do it. Point mm-hmm. blank period. If you want it bad enough. You don't want it bad enough.
3: We haven't heard from any of our divorced people. The number here again.
5: Again, the number to call is 825-5433. Let's get some comments in here. Jade says, I've watched my parents go through this at the age of eight, and it was not pretty for them, nor my sister and I. Listen, it is not pretty. Divorce is not pretty a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, I think that beauty can come from it because I believe beauty comes from everything. And that's a promise that that we have in the word of God that he will give us beauty for ashes. And so whenever there is some sort of death, some sort of dying away, some sort of stripping away, we have that, that reassurance as believers that God will bring some sort of beauty out of it. But it's not an easy situation. It's not an easy circumstance to face. Um, I wish that... I wish that it was impossible, and I know that sounds crazy. That's me and my little unicorn line, you know. I just like mm-hmm. I got a, a little, you know, a little space in my mind where I wish certain things didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really wish it wasn't like it was impossible to divorce you, mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that that is painful for some people because then, listen, don't get me wrong; those abusive relationships they need to come to an end, yeah they need to come to an end right. but I like I there's a part of me that really wish they really wish divorce was not possible um what what has it been like for you Italia um entering into a marriage with someone who has previously been divorced
3: um boy I don't know if it's because um the separation all of that stuff for the most part pretty much happened you know Bef- well before, well before I, I came onto the scene, ah. you see, so it wasn't like I was caught up in anything or you know, it impacted me, or. But I do believe that it would have had some impact on my on my husband, mm-hmm. um, and I think um, he has learned, um, from um what may have happened before in that relationship, mm-hmm. and I know he wants, he doesn't want this and i don't want my marriage to end in divorce i want us to give out give give this you know everything we've got and we've told each other we said it to one another you know we're in it for the long haul you know we don't we don't ever want to have to ever discuss the d word Mm
5: -hmm.
3: you know that's just not an option for us
5: that's good it's not an option it's not
3: an option for us um and so when you make that kind of pact you know, and um that's a serious thing. And that's the kind of pact more marriages need to make. And I was about to say to you too, um, I wanted a friend of mine to call in and weigh in on it because she has opened my eyes to these secret packs that we've made. We make a lot of times. Um, whether it's um, oh boy, I'm never gonna get married. I'm never marrying nobody like like that, or I ain't going never I'm gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna get myself hurt. We make these packs, spiritual packs in our head and in our mind. About our lives. And we don't realize how profound of an impact it has on us. You
5: project it.
3: Yes. You know, so we have to be so careful yeah. about what we say, about what we, what, about what we want in this life. And what we want for ourselves.
5: Even what we think too.
3: Yes. We make, the, uh, and we've made, me, well, yeah, I never marry no man like that. I never married us. I never, I never. And we make these, we make these packs. We make these packs. We make these packs. And we
5: say these things in jest, but they're so powerful. Very, you know. very much so. Um, Noriel Coakley says, I went through it and it was tragic. Mm-hmm. I can say, I can truly say I am a better person today. Okay. I'm a better person today. That's good. I think that there is a... There's a real, not a real reality, but there's a reality when it comes to relationships not doing so well, when it comes to a marriage coming to an end. One that is, I think, tragic for most people is that it's not just the ending of this man and this woman, but it's the ending of a whole community of individuals. Mm -hmm. And I think that is... (laughs) I don't even know how to describe that. I just know that you don't have to be sociable people. You don't necessarily have to have this group of friends around you for a community to come to an end as, um, as a result of your marriage coming to an end. It's, it's just, it's just how it is. Mm -hmm. It's just how it is. Um, families that were once connected, Mm -hmm. no longer connected. Um, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. And then you have those situations because, listen to me, I'm living it. I'm living it where, like, you know, I watch I watch who would technically, technically be my mother's in-laws still call her sis. Like, like I, I imagine so, yeah. I, my dad's
3: remarried. Yeah.
5: You know, and so all of a sudden, to same my sister no more? It's kind of it's kind of weird. weird. Like it's kind of weird. It's one of those, like, Oh, so, you know, and in in the cases, in in the case of like someone, someone like both you and I, we have like different ages of cousins and, Mm -hmm. you know, we got some who are a lot older than us and then mm -hmm. some who are younger. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, like I have a lot of older cousins. My mom is the last of 10 kids. So like I have a lot Mm -hmm. of old cousins. Mm -hmm. Right. So they, they were married and then all of a sudden they're married. So that my cousin no more. Oh. So what do I call
3: what do I call it? You know what I mean? Like
5: communities
3: break up.
5: Communities break up.
3: And put you sometimes in such a weird position. Right. Because, um, you, you end up creating these alliances with people. I mean, really, really good alliances too, with yes. some people who you, you connect with. And now here it is, because y'all too. In together, what does that mean? Should we
5: Boy, separate too? Um, I
3: don't know. I know back in the day, you know, you'd always be, you, you, not back in the day, but, you know, as, as girlfriends, right. you, know, you always say, well, I'm out of them <laughs> i get it with you. I'm <laughs> be still happy. i still
5: like that. <laughs> <laughs> you too. You know it. What might, you might be all mad. You are not talking to him. We are <laughs> not, not talking, talking to him. <laughs> what? No, this thing. We oh, ride or die, buddy. Boy. Um, I wanna let I
3: me, mean, I wanna I wanna I wanna say something like because I was I, I don't think my brother would mind this. Um, and my brother's divorced mm-hmm. and you know, he went through um, him and his ex-wife, they went through a kind of t- a tough time because mm-hmm. they were both very young during the divorce. And, um, when, and I would never, I never forgot this. I never forgot this when they were going through, he actually sat us down, Marisha at the time. My brother would have been what? 20, maybe like 22, 23, definitely under 25. When he went through his divorce.
5: Wow. That's young.
3: Very young. Right. And, I remember when he called us, I mean, like literally called us into the sitting room because we were all living together at that time. And he sat us down in the sitting room and he said, and he said to us, listen, I'm going through this with this lady. And I don't want y'all to have no kind of ill feelings or anything towards this young woman. I tell you not, I tell you no lie. He actually told us that so we going through this I don't want y'all to be wow and he and he told and he told us that and I'm like
4: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs>
3: but and we never we never we never wow. said we did not get involved in it we 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 and guess what up to this day she and I we still communicate would you believe it
5: that's something important that you said though, Atalia. cuz we cannot I don't care what Oh man, this is all
3: she and I still communicate and I have uh, maybe even though I don't like what happened and how it happened, et cetera, et cetera. I don't I honestly don't I don't hold it against her like I don't
5: I don't hate her. So you so you're saying to me, Italia, I can't take on. This is let's just say Mm. my sister gets married. She gets divorced. I can't hate her husband.
3: No, man. No, we can't take that on. Again, not saying that you won't have feelings because we can't separate our feelings from, our, from, from, from mm. who we... We feel human. Mm. But we can't take it on, Marisha. Mm. Because guess what? Guess why? He didn't move on. He didn't move on with his life. She has already moved on. And so those feelings, those ill feelings, I would have been so mm. rich and high mm. and tight, you know, <laughs> at, at a particular point, <laughs> they didn't simmer down.
5: It's a no second hand offense, Marisha. Mm. (laughs)
3: Yeah. So I've always, I've never forgotten that night. I mean, I really applaud my brother for having that kind of attitude toward it. And if you only Mm. know what he went through, Mm. it was not easy Mm -hmm. for him, Mm -hmm. but he wanted us to maintain that kind of posture towards her. And we did.
5: I can do that now. Mm -hmm. I can do that now, but I might as well let you know. When that thing first went down, or oh, nobody. No, yeah, it, it ain't easy. What? Who, who, what do you mean? What do you mean? Who side am on? What do you mean? It ain't easy. No, that's your ex. That's my ex, too. Yeah, it ain't easy. <laughs> that's your ex? That's my ex, too. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. What? No, uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. And I offended. Mm-hmm. Jade, I know you say no second-hand offense. No, I'm offended. I'm hurt. I'm <laughs> angry. <laughs> what? Excuse mm-hmm. me? Yeah. No. And you know why? You know why it's so important for us to not take that posture though?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, it's so important for us to not take that because your relationship with the person is different from the relationship with their spouse.
4: Yeah.
5: And so, um, I mean, I, I be inhuman, I place in my humanity in front of y'all. I might as well let y'all know. When yeah. I when I Similar to you, watch one of my siblings go through it. I was like, "No, we ain't friends. No, I'm not gonna talk to you. No, I'm not gonna hail you when I see you. Yeah. No, we not gonna pretend like what went not down did not go, go down, down. <laughs> and we not gonna be all chummy chummy. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, now I'm mature enough, and enough time has passed. So I'd be like, "Hey, it's Hato. Haydo. Haydo. I mean, like I like you know, hug Ooh, so- no. know,
3: no hug, you but you know why? Yeah, exactly. You can be civil. You know
5: why? But yeah. we ain't we ain't overdoing it here, right? We're not gonna, you know, we're not overdoing this. um <laughs> No, we're not gonna do that. And here's the thing: um what I love about it too is that my sisters are the same. Actually, no, my sisters, no, no, no. My <laughs> sister's named Jesus. I love my sisters, but I promise you, if they run into any of my exes, it's gonna it's gonna be a movie. <laughs> oh, geez. They're going to cut a movie, and I I love my sisters. I love the fact that I have many sisters, and they're your best friends. They're your first best friends. They're your ride or die. die. (laughs) They're your ride or die. So if anybody, listen to me, I know what it is to be my ride or die for my sister, and then I know what it is to sit down and watch my sisters deal with a situation for me, so I ain't got to deal with it. (laughs) So...
3: (laughs) Oh thank God! I never
5: had to deal with that Oh no, I had, I had, I had, uh, one or two, you know, where they they had to go deal with that for but me. I had to, um, but I think it's so important for us. Jokes mm-hmm. aside, it's so mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. for us to to make sure that we are good support to mm-hmm. to those around us who may be going through the situation. And I don't know if if um. There's anybody who's listening to this show or who may listen to it at a later date in time or who may be tuned into the podcast. And you might be on that journey. Like you might be in that place where you're separated. You're not sure what to do. Pray about it, babe. Pray mm-hmm. about it. You, The two have become one when it comes to divorce. The two have become one. Make sure that that's really, really what you're supposed to do don't end that relationship because of outside influence oh boy
3: that's exactly what's going through my head don't do that
5: yeah yeah don't end your marriage because of outside influence if you let the outsiders in take some time to at least close off the outsiders and see if the relationship can work yes outside of that outside influence but don't just end it because so many people have been have been giving (laughs) their opinions yeah and putting their little stuff in there Mm -hmm. no like I would say, I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what it feels like, but I want to encourage you to fight for it. Yeah. Fight for it. What's wrong with that? If If it's worth it. If it's worth it, fight for it. Especially if it's been, especially if it's new, I say fight for it. And especially if it's been long, I say fight for it. And especially if like, you don't want to lose it. Yes, that's okay.
3: And that's just okay. Fight for Mm -hmm. it. Like fight. If, especially if you oh
5: man If you don't want it if you don't want to of lose it people say or fear. fight like fight for real yeah. like yeah. give it all you got don't look back at it and be like I wish I fought harder mm-hmm. I wish I gave it more be able to say I did it I put I put all in I gave it all I had and you never know it just might work out yeah it just might work out and for those of Mm y'all who like me single girls why listen especially for those of us who like me we in our 30s and going up Mm
4: -hmm.
5: when we do this y'all let's do it for real like let's do it for real that's one standard we could set for our relationship before we get into it that's Mm -hmm. one that went once once both of those rings go on our finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't, ain't, no, ain't no coming out of it. Ain't no coming out of it. Till death. Somebody got to have to die. Not acrimony, now, nah, But. No. Yeah, but. But.
4: <laughs> somebody got to
3: die. <laughs> yes, yes. You want out of this?
5: Mm-hmm. You going to see Jesus. <laughs> 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 you want out of this? You going to see Jesus? Point. <laughs> blank. Period. <laughs> what what yes yeah, no, uh-uh, we stop. i am not gonna be mm-hmm. on the same earth as you mm-hmm. watching you get married to somebody else <laughs> not gonna happen um and for those of us who are in those like you're in these relationships you see the relationship re- relationship is not working i'm not gonna be the person to tell you we'll get out of it i'm actually not gonna be that person i'm gonna be the person that says to you no search search that sit Mm -hmm. down be adult and figure out is this going to work or is it not going to work don't just walk away because it's not a marriage i think a lot of times we treat relationships too flippantly sometimes Mm -hmm. i think that we're too casual um hmm. the casual approach though comes at the entrance not at the exit because if you casually entered into that relationship, then you will probably casually exit it. If it wasn't something that you thought about, if it wasn't intentional, mm-hmm. um, give, give an example. I'll give an example. Um, I've been on a few dates, even in COVID lately. It's mm-hmm. been interesting to see how that works out, but I have been. And there have been some people where like they were like, well, you should just get in a relationship with me and give it a chance. No, uh-uh. No, I can see, based upon the standards that you have and the standards that yeah. I have, that it's not going to sure. work. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just going to casually date you because I want something to do.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I'm not going to do that. Um, I think to, I think we do that too often. And I'm guilty of it in the past. No, so don't get me wrong. I would make it seem like this person that I am now, I was always this person. There were times when I entered relationships just to say I have a boo. Um, and just as casually as I entered them, I, ha- I they were exited. Right. where I was like oh you know it does not matter anyway so okay bye you know that kind of thing so we have to we have to be intentional and when you are intentional and you're dating with purpose then that means mm-hmm. the exiting will not be as easy
4: mm-hmm.
5: and there will have to be an intentionality if the relationship does have to come to an end Um, just because it didn't work out doesn't mean it's failed and I think that that's that's kind of the thing that I want to leave um, hanging. I don't know how you feel about it, Italia. I have more to say, but what do you think about it? Do you think that just because it failed, just because it didn't work, do you think it's a failure? No,
3: I, I don't think so. I guess, like I tell you, I believe. Um, see, because this this life isn't this life isn't cut out in black and white, and no. you know, hard and fast. And so sometimes we have to go through an experience, and um, what I do hope is that you learn. Yes, you know, from the experiences, um, from your relationships. So, you know, when they don't work out, you don't get yourself back into the same situation again. Exactly, exactly.
5: I think too that, um, oh man, too
3: much pressure on ourselves.
5: Yeah, um, we do. We put too much pressure on ourselves, and I think too that we, it's okay to have a relationship when it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. um and even to to the divorced people it's okay it's okay that your marriage didn't work it's okay and i know somebody's probably looking at me like what well, marisha what are you talking about no for real like it is okay mm-hmm. it's okay it is okay that the marriage didn't work it is okay that you got out of it that's fine it's okay that you made that decision just don't allow it to define your future decisions mm-hmm. don't allow it to define who you are don't allow it to seep into your into your other relationships so this relationship came to an end be intentional with with knowing okay why why did this end Mm -hmm. whether it's a a dating relationship or a marriage or an engagement why did this end why did this not work why did this not work um i could open up a whole lot about that whole engagement thing not working um cuz I know about it. Um and I know why it didn't work and it was a decision that I made. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think that I think that we all need to know why. Like we need to know why? Why did this thing not work? And make sure that it doesn't happen again. That's our responsibility. I don't care if the person cheated on you. And I know that y'all a lot of people be like, What you mean, Marisha? So it's my responsibility to make sure that the person that I'm with doesn't cheat on me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's your responsibility to make sure that you don't put yourself in a position again to be blind to the signs that this relationship is not working. We can't be so googly eyed that our eyes are not open.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Because we could be googly eyed as women. Very much so. We could be very, you know, um like we said earlier, weakness for sweetness jesus (laughs) (laughs) um but i think i think it's so important um like we said earlier for those of us who are around people we're connected to people we watch their relationships fail let's be the support system around them let's not judge them let's love ourselves enough as women not to participate in the ending of someone else's relationship let's love our sisters too Let's love them enough to say no, to walk away, to not even allow the opportunity to present itself. And let's love ourselves enough to demand a whole person and not a part of them, Mm -hmm. not a part of a person. Um, And let's be okay with failure that produces growth, right? Right. Because if it doesn't propel you forward, then it is a waste. That's the only way it's a waste. If it, if it does not contribute to your forward movement, if it pulls you into this place and you allow it to continuously dictate to your future where you make the same mistakes over and over again, then it is a true failure. It is a real failure. It has no benefit to you. But if we're going to fail, let's ensure that the failure is like compost to a garden that fuels us to be better in what could come up out of the ground in the future and that we're intentional, intentional in playing our part. Um, you don't just take compost and just float, um, throw it All into right. our garden and, and then, Oh yeah, it, no, you got to, you got to till the soil. You got to pull up some stuff. And you got to be intentional with planting the seed at the right time and the right place. You got to water it. You got to tend to it. You got to watch it. And so um, we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional. We cannot be flipping with it. And I think that that is the number one thing that I'd like us to leave um, this conversation with today. We got to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Let's be intentional. Yeah, let's not judge our... Divorced friends. We don't know. You don't know the full story. You do not know. I don't care how close you were to your girlfriend. I don't care how, how much you know your brother. I don't care how close you was to your cousin. You don't know. Only those two people that were in that relationship know what really went down. And so all we could do is be the great support, be the community that they really need. That's not judging them. That's loving them. And for, like we said earlier, for those of you who may find yourself in a situation where divorce is on the table, fight with all you have, fight with all you have. And um, if it's worth it, if it's worth it, fight with all you have. And if it's not, we pray that you are healed from that broken situation. That's our prayer, that you'll be healed.
3: You have anything else you want to add? I um, that last bit that you said, I that was what. that's was really kind of stuck with me that um, we need to fight for our relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, divorce is not something um, God want intended for us to mm-hmm. experience in, in our marriages. You know, He gave it and He sanctioned it because you know because of the people, um, because of their cries and what they wanted. But ultimately, He wants. He he wants us to be successful and victorious and happy in everything um, that he um, that we experience that these things that he's given us. And I want to again encourage um, those that are married, especially, um, to not be afraid to fight for your marriage, mm-hmm. um, to fight for the this relationship. Like you said, Marisha, so many people are impacted um, by this marriage. I look at my marriage and I. St- See my um, my family and friends and the people now that have been introduced to me now because of my husband and vice versa my husband, um, because I look at how how this web now has grown because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now his his business even is impacted by my relationships and people that know me and likewise mine and and so so many are uh, are impacted and not that um you know it matters that we have all these other people but. Um, I think um, what God has given us in um, the form of marriage is such a good thing and a great thing and an amazing thing. And the devil knows it. Yes, And he will try all that he can in any way, in any shape, in any form um, to discourage, distract, to just to break up. To destroy. Yes, to to destroy, to divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, This thing that God has given us is a gift. And um yes, fight for your marriage. It's worth it. I know I love being married, baby. I love you. You <laughs> listening. I love everything The good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, and um, yeah, guys, you know, stick in it for the long haul. For the long haul. Yeah. That's it, Marisha.
5: Well, listen, y'all, it's been a good show. <laughs> it's been a great show, it's been an awesome show. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we're excited. Um, I think we're gonna be on break next week, and then we'll be coming back to you the following week. We got some more topics. I hope y'all ready for this. Oh, y'all ready for this? Because the next one's gonna be hot. <laughs> should we should we tell them what's gonna be? I don't
3: know. Maybe we should do a little tease or something. I don't know. Um, don't tell them yet. Don't um, tell them um, yet. At no, no, that's little... We can tell them, but um, teaser in a form. We're gonna okay put it together. No?
5: Let's just say we're gonna have a conversation about some stuff that you just do by yourself. <laughs> Sips tea, and we're gonna call it coloring. <laughs> you know when you color by yourself. <laughs> that's gonna be our word, coloring. Because I'm not sure if we can say the actual word on radio. Yeah. I know. I got to do some research. I got to okay. find out. Okay. So until then, we can call it coloring. coloring.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
5: You coloring by yourself? self so hmm. portraits. <laughs> it's gonna be good. You can eat your tea for this one. <laughs> you can eat a. God, you can so eat, crazy. You can eat a, a big cup like big this. cup
3: like that. Rich, I, I can eat a big cup for that next. <laughs> the next
5: for real. This ain't gonna cut it, James. I hope y'all ready. Okay. All right, y'all. We be in Chile. Um, but listen, Girl Talk is always like this. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. Even
3: though y'all ain't call us today, but that's okay. That's fine.
5: That's fine. Your comments, we do thank you. All of you who tuned in. They were commenting, though. Oh, yeah. you. They were commenting, oh, okay. Okay. Um, saying that's true. That's great. That's oh, wonderful. Okay. Okay. So we had... Listen... We had a good, listen, we had a good group. We had a good number of people tuning in to us today. Thank you awesome. so much for tuning in. Thank you. And yeah, we love you guys. Have an awesome week. We'll see you two Mondays from now. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't have a show next week. But I take a little break. But we'll be back week after next. We promise. We promise. We are coming back. And it's going to be hot. Yeah. So like we say, get your, get your cup of tea. <laughs> can do say coloring by yourself? LOL. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um. Anyway, we gone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the thoughts, views, and comments expressed on this show are not necessarily those of the management, ownership, or production of Glory 93.9 FM. This that new Kiki
4: exclusive,
2: y'all. Hot, fire, H-body. let's go. I did it all for the first time. I, I broke it on a one time. Bad, well, I did it on my way. Fixed it on a friendly. I'm over the pain. If I'm dancing with a water, please don't judge me. If I'm smiling with a mother, please don't judge me. I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Don't judge
0: me. I... Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents.
1: Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from kelvin Klein and Klein and more top designers, just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus get $10 in Macy's Money for every $50 spent, up to $40 Macy's Money.